Within the first two years of your marriage, very important work is being done. The thing is, you may not even know it's being done and you're creating it. Today on Reaction Reset, we're talking about five marriage styles and how they work. It's amazing how mindless we all are within that first two years of marriage. I mean, most of us are struggling because we're learning each other's styles. And within the first two years of marriage, so many vital communication styles are starting to be created that are going to mandate what kind of a marriage you have. When a couple comes into therapy for problems they're having at home, most therapists understand that what's going to be most vital is understanding how this couple communicates. One of the leading psychologists in the field of healthy communication is Dr. Marvis E. Hetherington. She came up with the five basic communication patterns used in most marriages. The two styles that actually lead to long-term, really fulfilled marriages are the cohesive style and the traditional style. However, today we're going to walk through all five styles to help you identify which style you have. The first style is the cohesive style. This style, the two people are very independent. They usually have independent interests, independent jobs, independent hobbies, but overall they want to be in each other's arms. They find great satisfaction in being together and make no mistake, despite how they look, because they are each doing their own thing, they're very tightly bound. The next one is the traditional marriage. This is the one many of us grew up with. Mom stays home with the kids, takes care of the house, takes care of the socialization. Dad goes to work and he earns the money. This style works great and it's stable to raise kids in as long as both partners assume their roles. When one of the partners retires, gets sick, or tries to take a role from the other person, there can be contention in this marriage. So this is one thing we watch for in their communication pattern. We're now entering the more unstable types of communication. And the first one I want to talk about is the distancer and the pursuer. In a typical scenario, this is what it looks like. The pursuer wants to talk about an issue. The distancer does not want to talk about the issue. So they will watch TV, read a magazine, or find an excuse, any reason is good, not to talk about the issue. The partner who wanted to talk about the issue sees what the partner who wants to withdraw from the issue is doing and interprets that in their mind as a sign that they don't care. This causes them to be resentful. The partner who first resisted talking sees their partner being cold and in order to protect themselves, they withdraw further. At this point, usually, the pursuer will do something drastic. They may seek another person for an affair, they may leave the marriage, and the withdrawing person 
get scared. And so what they'll do is they'll go after the person saying, you know, I'll change. And many times they do. Many times they're able to fix what they're doing and, and buffer the effects and make their partner feel really good. But what's important for you to remember is this pattern will be repeated again and again and again without help. It may seem really romantic and passionate, but it's important to note that according to Dr. Hetherington, this style is the most likely to get divorced. The next style is a disengaged style. They're the second most likely to get divorced. These are two people, you see them many times, I see them in my clinics, two professionals. They basically are married, but they don't need each other. They're, they're really not engaged. They each have their own lives. They're mutually disrespectful. They don't read into anything. They're the least likely couple to fight. I ask myself many times, why is this couple married? Many times they'll give you the reason it's easier, it's better for our kids or whatever, but they basically stand alone. They don't ask each other what they think. They're not sharing a vision. They're sharing a home that they live in. The last one is called the operatic style. And this style I see a lot in my clinic. It is basically the style that they work out all their anger, volatile issues in sex. The sex is great. And the reason these break up is finally the highs. They have incredible highs and lows in their marriage. The highs are no longer worth it for the lows they have to go through. Very typically, when I see one of these couples, the person who is coming in that wants help or wants out of the marriage says, the sex is no longer worth what I have to go through. And basically that means the other styles of communication are totally broken. And sex alone, as we know, will not keep a couple together. This style usually begins with dating and because it feels natural to the couple when they get married, they just keep it going. So which style do you have? Which style do you want to have? The first step is get being aware of what you're doing so that you can change the retaping, the way you talk, the way you communicate together in order to create a better, healthier marriage. If you're not sure what style you have, I really encourage you to sit down and journal after you have an argument and write down exactly how you feel after. Have your partner do it too. I also encourage face-to-face -face communication. How do you feel when I say this? Keep in mind that change is always possible. Refrain from blaming each other. Rather, look at this as an opportunity to talk to each other to understand each other. Remember, no part of this assignment has to do with being right. One of you isn't right and one of you wrong. If you've created a communication style that's not working, it's important you remember you, you created it together. Remember, change your reaction, change your world.